to thank and praise the Almighty who saw us through the year 2020 and has given us the opportunity to witness the start of another new year. We especially thank God because the year 2020 was one of the most trying years since our existence as a nation. This can also be said about all other nations around the world due to the challenges posed on our collective humanity by the novel COVID-19 pandemic. While acknowledging that 2020 was a very tough year, we saw this year put to test our national resilience and ability to survive these tough times and also give renewed hope that we will again brave any storms that lay ahead in 2021 and beyond. As we celebrate the opportunity before us in the new year 2021, we must also acknowledge the passing away of our brothers and sisters who didn't make it into this new year. May their souls rest in perfect peace. We must remember that we also celebrated the historic occasion of our 60 years as an independent and sovereign country on October 1st, 2020. In the spirit of hope and gratitude, I would like to remind us again that as a country on the difficult journey to nationhood and greatness, we have confounded the many pundits at home and around the world who never gave the newly born country that emerged into the world stage on the 1st of October 1960 a chance of surviving much longer than a few years. Yet, here we are, 61 years by the next anniversary in October. And not only are we here, we are standing tall in the Committee of Nations as one country united under the will of God and also actively growing that indivisible Nigerian Cyprus that has enabled us year after year, decade after decade, 
to weather all stormy waters and emerge stronger and better where others have fallen and it is integrated. This nation, this Nigeria will survive and thrive. In this journey to nationhood, we have experienced the highs and the lows. 2020 indeed came with a lot of challenges ranging from security and economic issues across the regions to understandable protests that were mainly led by youth and served notice to the demand for police reforms and accountability. This government heard, this government listened, and this government is committed to fulfilling the five demands of our youth, fully understanding that we all wish well for Nigeria. In the midst of all these challenges, I had initially pledged that as your elected president and commander-in-chief, I would ensure that these ongoing challenges will be faced head-on with renewed determination and with all the appropriateness and urgency required. Your voices have been heard and we will continue to listen to you and all the key stakeholders who are committed to the unity of Nigeria to ensure that every region of this nation is safe for us all while guaranteeing that the future is also secure for the coming generation. I wish to also use this occasion of New Year to reaffirm my commitment to the people of Nigeria, especially the youth who need our collective encouragement and support. In securing this nation, we need to secure the future of our youth. Our young people are our most valuable natural resource at home and abroad. Their ingenuity, creativity, innovation, and entrepreneurial spirit is evident to all. Many of our young people are excelling in various spheres of life, including sports, entertainment, information, and communication technology, commerce, and are globally recognized as achievers. As a government, we are committed to actively engaging with the creative energies of our young people. In this regard, we will partner with the legislature to develop an enabling environment to turn their passions into ideas that can be supported, groomed, and scaled across regions. This will create vast opportunities in fintech, agriculture, business process startups, and in the entertainment industry. The year 2021 will indeed be a year where we will work to reinforce the hopes of fellow Nigerians in the vision of a united and progressive Nigeria. 
this administration will continue focusing on delivering key strategic priorities under our C, security, economy, and anti-corruption agenda. Some of the key priority areas will direct our attention and strength to include re-energizing and reorganizing the security apparatus and personnel of the armed forces and the police with a view to enhance their capacity to engage, push back, and dismantle the operations of both internal and external extremists and criminal groups waging war against our communities in some parts of the country. Align with the current security challenges we are facing as a nation, I would like to reiterate the promise I made recently when over 300 of our boys abducted from government science secondary school, Kankara, were successfully rescued by our security operatives. The professionalism shown by our security forces and the collaboration from all stakeholders across both state and federal governments that led to the successful rescue of the boys is proof that Nigeria has the internal capacity to decisively deal with terror attacks on our citizens. However, we recognize that we rapidly have to move to a more proactive and preemptive posture to ensure that these sorts of traumatic incidents do not become a norm. Our administration is fully aware of the responsibility we have to protect the lives and property of all Nigerians, and we will not relent in learning and adapting to changing threats to our national security and civic well-being. On economy, our focus on rebuffing the economy through the national economic diversification agenda that supports the primary goal of national food self-sufficiency. This has helped reduce the growing food-related inflationary figures and have in considerable measure positively impacted on our food security status during the long months of the pandemic lockdown. We are also currently rebuilding our national infrastructure base and in the process introducing transformation through the rehabilitation, modernization, and expansion of the railway system, national roads, and bridges both in rural and urban centers alongside the airports and seaports. The reforms we have put in place in the power sector would guarantee increased efficiency in our drive to significantly expand the generation and distribution of electricity for use in homes and factories. As an administration, we are currently undertaking a series of social interventions designed to boost job creation and support the entrepreneurial drive of our youth. With the recent opening 
of our borders, we expect that the pent-up demand of legitimate cross-border and international trade will boost the fortunes of the many small businesses and agricultural enterprises that depend on Nigeria trade and commerce. The message to our West African neighbors is that Nigeria is once again fully open for those willing to conduct business in a fair and equitable way. On the anti-corruption drive of our administration, we have recorded substantial gains so far and this year. We are committed to continuing along the path of eradicating corruption through collaboration with all the arms of government to effectively prosecute this fight. While we would be working with the legislature to enact laws that will strengthen this fight, we will also be looking at reviewing some of our laws which would ensure that this fight is more effective. On the part of the executive, we would ensure the diligent and timely prosecution of corruption cases while appealing to the judiciary to ensure that corruption cases are dispensed with expeditiously. The persistence of various forms of violence has meant that in the most affected parts of the country, the public of intercommunal harmony woven through years of investment of effort at building trust, mutual respect, and harmony has been threatened. Insecurity as a challenge has direct repercussions on our national economic stability, growth, and development, setting us back at critical points through the destruction of public and private investments. In parts of the country where chronic poverty, social exclusion, and disillusionment among sections of the youth were already a problem, the circles of violence that had been unleashed by mindless groups like Boko Haram and others have thwarted the efforts of government to undertake the social policy and associated investments that could make a huge difference in the quality of life of our citizens. I am aware that for some of our compatriots, the progress we have registered since the inception of this administration is not nearly as fast or as efficient as they would wish. I do not begrudge them their views in so far as they signify a wish in which we all share for only the very best is for our country. Nevertheless, I call upon all Nigerians to carefully recall the circumstances of our coming to office, the facts on the ground and the resources at our disposal since 2015 with the accomplishments of this administration. As a people, we have shown admirable resilience in the face of every adversity 
and unmatched capacity to recover speedily from every setback and unparalleled generosity of spirit when we resolve our differences and a constant readiness to invest faith and hope in the destiny we share as a united country built on the diversity of its peoples. It is these attributes that underpin the Nigerian spirit of can do, will do, that gives me hope that we shall yet get to the destination and fulfill our calling together, especially with the solid resolutions we are setting in this new year. Keeping our country on a forward march is a duty which we all have and share. In this regard, keeping our country safe from a resurgent cycle of COVID-19 as this administration finalizes its plans to procure and efficiently and effectively distribute the COVID-19 vaccines, I urge you all fellow citizens to observe strict COVID-19 prevention protocols. As your elected president, my pledge to you is the same as it has always been. I will play my part fully and without fear or favor. I invite all of us to do the same. It is what we owe to the founding generation of our beloved country and also to the coming generation. It is what we desire for national prosperity for all demands. Long live the Nigerian spirit of oneness, togetherness, and unity. Long live the Federal Republic of Nigeria, a happy, prosperous new year. May God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria.
It's exactly 20 minutes gone past 7 a.m. This is your Feel Good Radio, Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Great morning to you, uh, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Friday, the 1st of January, 2021. Happy New Year to you. Uh, great to know you're there. Uh, joining us, hope your morning has started the brightest way possible. Hope your 2021 has started the brightest way possible. Because uh, uh, we did link up with the presidential broadcasts uh, as uh, the con- uh, the rest of the world and Nigeria, of course, celebrate the new year. Quite a number of things uh, said by the president. Well, uh, we'll, we'll roughly mention some of them and uh, mention some of those headlines on the dailies as we do every morning. It's freshly pressed this Friday. We're live for the year 2021. Wally Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there. Uh, joining us this morning. Uh, Miss Heidi, I know, uh, is with us this morning. Uh, Happy New Year to you, sir. Same to Good you, to see Wally, you, really. Same to everybody, you know, listening to us now. Well, the president's speech uh, kick-started things this morning. Yeah. We, you know, listened yeah, right, to... Right. Uh, a lot of things that the president had to say yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, kept passing comments yeah. the president of course assured that um, the focus remains on you know three C's yeah. economy security, security. anti-corruption and, and no, no. these three areas yeah. one has to acknowledge were really really troubled uh, in the last um, in the last year questions yeah. were raised as yeah, regards right. what this administration mm-hmm. was doing mm-hmm. as regards these three areas mm-hmm. uh, the economy mm-hmm. no thanks to the COVID-19 mm-hmm. okay. and some other issues mm-hmm. uh, we're back in recession mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. well yeah, you know the story the as far as the anti-corruption <laughs> fight is concerned yeah. uh, many question uh, the wheel of government mm-hmm. uh, many have even looked at situations where of, re- of late we've had two cases yeah. that have been thrown yeah, out yeah, and then ref- yeah. uh, fresh trials all that yeah. and many link that to politics and they say well uh, you know this fight and all but many just have just punctured mm-hmm. these three areas of this administration mm-hmm. and the hope of course yeah. is that mm-hmm. the story will be different 2021 I'm not sure many Nigerians you know, will believe that the story will be different you know, because there are no signs on the ground you know, to show that there's going to be difference. Uh, whichever way you want to look at it. Okay, let's take uh, the insecurity issue. It, it's, it's been ravaging the nation, even up to, even up to today. Uh, yesterday in Kogi, uh, a 20-year-old, 28-year-old pregnant woman you know, was shot. Uh, in Ondo, another businessman you know, was killed and it's all over. So, well, I was expecting the president, you know, to talk specifically on how he's going to reverse this. And many people have... Even well, he spoke, he spoke about recruitment uh, of um, uh, new guys uh, into uh, the security uh, agencies uh, and all. Uh, well, recruitment, uh, I, I, I would have thought that uh, the, the president would tell us about efforts being made, you know, to use technology you know, to solve oh. some of these problems, you know, because, or, or, you know, link up with some countries, you know, to seek assistance uh, because we don't have enough you know we don't have enough uh, equipment you know to fight you know, insecurity but the problem is even this insecurity is spreading to so many other areas and so it becomes multifaceted it becomes hydra headed and how do you solve it you know we, we were talking of Boko Haram we're talking of uh, you know kidnapping and all that but in states the thing is spreading to states and I would think that uh, yeah beyond what the president has told us uh, various state governors you know, should beef up their security architecture. Because beyond, for me, it's beyond the federal government. Yeah, the federal government can do a lot. Uh, maybe vis-a-vis Boko Haram. But we are talking of kidnapping, you know, for ransom, and so many other things happening in states. So, people feel they cannot travel from one place to the others. Well, 
I, I'm not too convinced, but they, the, the president has assured us, let's just believe in that assurance that they're going to do more recruitment, especially into our borders. Because so many people, things are happening through the borders. And so when, when guns come in, anti-aircraft guns and what have you, that's one side of it. But, but for the economy too, so many people are very poor in this country. There is no doubt in that fact. Now, many people have even said that much. You know, there is poverty writ large, large you know, in this country. Uh, this last Christmas and this New Year, so many fact, my traders have been crying out. You know, we are not selling. You know, because there is no money in people's pocket. And if you want to bring people out of poverty. We must have serious plans on the ground. We must the government must think out of the box, you know, to say, okay, this is a problem facing us, you know, in the face and looking at you know, staring us in the face and mm. we want to do certain things, concrete things. Are you con- concentrating on agriculture? Are we using mechanized agriculture? I mean, are we assisting farmers, you know, to uh, be able to plow the land, you know, clear the land? Just uh, increase their productivity. And productivity and all mm. that. Are we concentrating on the medium uh, small, medium, and uh, micro, mi- micro, micro medium, and small scale enterprises. I mean, I expect, I expect that much. Then, how are we assisting even the youths in particular? Because you look talking of youths unemployment is about sixty percent. How are we? Are we pumping money, you know, into different projects, you know, to attract the youths? Are we assisting those in, in the area of technology and what? I expect more elaborate things. But he has assured us. Let's just believe that something will happen in the area of uh, economy. But for anti-corruption, I- I'm sure not many Nigerians will be really because even out of the people that have been in prison, I mean, because they were found guilty by the courts. You talk of Ojizo Kalu is out. Uh, you talk of uh, Oli Sametu is out. Even uh, the Dari is already in you know back in court saying. I mean, I'm not guilty. There are so many things. And you are talking of bias. In fact, EFCC said it at that of Felisa Metsu. You are talking of bias. Yes, you said if the judge was biased, you are not even talking of the case we brought to the court. The case against this man taking 400 million naira and, you know, through, you know, his uh, companies and all that. So, it's, uh, I, I think we are not, it's not serving any good example. You know, to give. In fact, she might, she might, she might work in her money, you know, that spoke yesterday too. He had been <laughs> I mean, his case is still in court, mm. and they are in the National Assembly, you know, as, as senators. So, I mean, I think they, they should show us more. If you want to fight, uh, fight uh, corruption. corruption, use technology to fight corruption. That's what some other countries do. That's use technology to fight uh, corruption. But all these, uh, you try cases for so long, and if you want to, try, if you want to put in place a special courts, walk through the courts, uh, walk through the judiciary to establish more courts. So that case, these cases can be hastened up expeditiously, you know, treated. Anyway, um, 2020 was one of the most trying years for Nigeria. That's one of the things the president said uh, a couple of minutes ago. Uh, the uh, Some of the dailies, you know, uh, the beauty about the uh, digital uh, opportunities mm-hmm. that you can put things mm-hmm. there very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point says 2021, we will face all challenges head on, says Buhari, uh, is on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning. Well, because um, a number of things will be said about the presidential statement, I'm yeah, sure, right. into today, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, well, just before the president's statement, uh, broadcast a number of headlines on the dailies. Mm-hmm. Rising COVID-19 cases, NUT cautions federal government against January 18th schools resumption date. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is on the punch. 
uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the um, Guardian, uh, they have the latest numbers as far as the COVID pandemic uh, is uh, concerned. Uh, the Tribune also with those numbers uh, reported yesterday uh, by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. 1,031 One. new COVID cases mm. as total rises to 87,510 is on the Tribune. You also find it uh, on the uh, Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Pempushi newspapers says Buhari signs Nigeria's 2021 budget into law. is on the Pempushi newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Uh, Buhari signs Nigeria's 2021 budget into law. You'd also find on the Premium Times, there's this report on the Premium Times, says 2021 budget again. Buhari overlooks National Assembly's frivolous earnings. is on the Premium Times. Uh, this morning, Buhari praises 2020 budget performance, tasks revenue agencies with meeting 2021 target. It's also on the Premium Times. The Tribune, uh, with this um, um, uh, report, says Shore arrested in Abuja, mm-hmm. according to reports. It's on the Tribune mm-hmm. uh, this morning, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also CBN Weekend's Naira to record low in year-end trade is on the Tribune as well this morning. The Guardian uh, with some uh, COVID-related stories talking about plans by government. Mm -hmm. Um, We will complete legislative actions on PIB, Electoral Act, says Senate President, is on the Guardian as well. Uh, Saulu signs 1.16 trillion Naira 2021 budget into law. is also on the Guardian. I think after the country, the only mm. other state that yeah, talks yeah. about trillions is, yeah. <laughs> is Lagos. It's Lagos, yeah. yeah. Sure it's Lagos, in the yeah. Billion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, a number of um, uh, of uh, governors signed in mm-hmm. budget the last uh, two days of the year. Mackinday recounts successes in 2020 is on The Guardian as well. Uh, the point says federal government will ensure speedy determination of corruption cases, says Buhari. Mm-hmm. That's part of the things the president mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a number of them. But we'll take a very quick break and um, talk about some of these headlines very quickly mm-hmm. because of our time this morning. Don't go anywhere. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo. The hospitality industry leader, Don Landy for Abel Kuta, Yeske Academy Suits. The Babala Hotel, the Wetanda for Ibadan. The cultural capital of Yoruba Landi. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get the Ogbonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suits to get arm. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na water tight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the chicken money. Everything about Academy Suits na quality with unbeatable low price to confirm with the talk for what you match now now to academy suit went and beside abadia central mosque mko abiola way abel kuta abikukuma they call this number 0817 academy suit na home away from home Hailing the hurdles of jam, wire, nickel, and GCE at one sitting can boost your confidence significantly. To achieve this, you need highly experienced tutors. Lawson Continuing Education Center, with several decades of enviable face in guiding students to one attempt examination success for tutorial that guarantees excellent result at one sitting. Enroll today at Alaban Lawson Royal College, opposite Simeon Adibo Library, Kuto Abekuta. Morning and afternoon classes available. Lectures start. 
Court on Monday, 11th of January, 2021. For further inquiries, please call 0803-361-0977. 0803-361-0977. Lawson Continuing Education Center. Come, let's succeed together. Thank you for staying with us. It's freshly pressed this Friday morning because uh, I breached because of the presidential broadcast which kickstarted things at 7 o'clock. But thank you for joining us. Happy New Year to you once again if you're just uh, joining the program. Remember, at Fresh FM, I on Twitter is where you drop your contributions as we run along. We'll try as much as possible to talk to as many of you as we can via the phone lines uh, this morning because of our time. Uh, but uh, just like I said earlier, uh, the Tribune and a number of the other dailies uh, with the latest numbers uh, reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control uh, says Nigeria records 1,031 new COVID-19 cases as total rises to 87,510. Um, Lagos had the highest of the cases yesterday. 570 mm. reported in Lagos. The FCT 117. Kaduna 109. Uh, Nasarawa 34. Bochi 31. Kano 28. Plato and Sokoto 26 each. Ogun 25. Edo um, 18. River 16. Abia 10. Imo 7. Taraba 6. And then there's Delta and Oshun with four uh, new cases. Uh, each. That's as reported by the NCDC. Uh, it's right there on many of the dailies this morning. Uh, the Punch, as this other report, says rising COVID-19 cases, NUT cautions federal government against Rio, against January 18th school's resumption date. That comes with the riders. Teachers will stay at home if infections increase, says Teachers Union. Prepare for more COVID-19 patients in need of oxygen. Yeah. NMA tells federal government. Now, the Nigerian Union of Teachers on Thursday cautioned the federal government against the January 18 resumption date for schools across the country. The AUT Secretary General, Dr. Mike Ikene, who said this in an interview, said there was, need to, there was no need to hurriedly resume if the rate of COVID-19 infection kept increasing. Ikene stated that if coronavirus infection was increasing, teachers would stay at home. I recall that the PTF had on December 17 said the country had entered the second wave. The PTF had its press briefing on December 21 uh, said the federal government had ordered all schools to remain short until January 18 as part of efforts to battle COVID-19 uh, second wave. Uh, well, the NUT scribe uh, says, um, I'm someone who believes in life and it is when there is life that you can mm-hmm, have a proposal. Mm-hmm. The number we're having shows that this second wave is more horrible. If the PTF and the NCDC are able to tell us about the new discoveries, then we can decide if we should stay at home or resume. As for all the COVID-19 protocols that teachers have been practicing them in schools, that was why WIAC was held. If they feel this one is more rapid in terms of new infections, it means the teachers will stay at home. Uh, prepare for more COVID patients in need of oxygen. That's according to the NMA. The national president, Professor Innocent Uja, uh, said he was aware of a shortage of oxygen in hospitals and urged government to provide the gas in large quantity. Uja said, I quote, I'm aware of it, that shortage of oxygen. Recall that Lagos has established some centers for oxygen. Unfortunately, this disease is coming in various shapes and sizes. And the reason is that there were things that we did not know before now because of COVID-19. Government has to respond appropriately by setting up oxygen production centers. We need to have oxygen in huge volume. This is in contrast to what we thought we were doing. Uh, we need oxygen that will appropriately take care of all the cases that will come to the isolation centers and hospitals. Some Abuja hospitals go to ABUTH, that's the Madubelo University Hospital, for oxygen. That's according to the NMA president. 
Uh, many COVID patients will need oxygen to survive, according to the Lagos NMA as well. Uh, late presentation requires more oxygen, Abuja NMA. It goes on and on. You'll mm-hmm. find all of them on the punch. Rising COVID cases, NUT cautions FG against January 18 school's resumption date. Because of the COVID, we continue to say it was a tough 2020. Yeah, tough it appears like it will be some challenging start to the year as well because of the numbers. Remember the NCDC uh, speaking earlier in the week said, expect a tougher January. Yeah, because of uh, the, the, the the biology of this second strain, you know, is, is something that runs you know, wide. Mm. And that's the reason why they are talking of oxygen. But beyond oxygen is the fact that, uh, well, let, let's, let's look at NUT on its own. NUT is being scientific. They are saying, don't rush students, you know, to school. Or don't rush teachers because teachers won't go. Unless you can determine, you know, that the thing is not spiking. Like, what happened in Israel? Israel, when the thing spiked to the extent that in this Thursday, you know, Israel had to close back the mm. schools again because four thousand five hundred on daily basis, and they said no, we don't have it. And they know now they agreed even in Germany that they probably opened the schools early enough. And so that's why they are now warning, you know, that teachers will not go back to school unless you study it and find out that it is safe. Because when you look at students, apart from the uh, the mask that you can see. They play together. How, what else can you? I mean, can, would they be washing their hands? You know, every five five minutes. You know, students. So that's why they are cautioning. But for the oxygen, I think Antonio just said something that the governors should take very seriously. He's saying governors take money. They claim that they they, they were elected on the basis of the promise they made to the people. Why are you not providing bar, uh, uh, oxygen? It's only in Lagos that you have about ten you know percentage now. So he's warning. That you don't run to the federal government. This thing requires governors taking charge, and they are not providing providing enough PPE, you know, per, 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 per personal protection. Then mm. they are not even providing uh, personnel, and they are not even providing enough enough drugs. I think this is a very good one because he is saying this this second wave, people will need more oxygen, especially late reports when when they bring people, you know, who probably had been kept at home and they get to the hospital what they need first especially isolation centers is oxygen i think it's a, it's a clear warning you know to the federal government and the state governments in particular let them take responsibility that's what they say well um you know incidentally i know that um, a lot of parents as well uh, at some point will join the calls and say let's let's have the students back in school because i know there was a time parents began to complain yeah. about you know the schools being completely yeah. short yeah. and what is important to note it's is life. that these decisions mm. are based on science based on mm. empirical yeah, for, the for, figures for, yes, you yes. know that are reported every day yeah. and uh, the only reason figures are being reported mm. to some extent is because uh, some of us have decided to be very non-talent yeah, about this, yeah, uh, protective measures yeah, right. the more the sooner we begin to take them serious mm. the sooner we begin to have reduced numbers even hopefully the, even uh, the president said mm. said that much you know he the president appealed to people, you know, to use this non-pharmaceutical protocols, you know, you use your face mask and all that. I think it's, it's what people should do now because it's spiking. Even yesterday, you can imagine the number of people, the number of infections mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. in the whole country. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting larger and larger. And interestingly, mm-hmm. um, when people look at the numbers, talk about the numbers we are testing, and then they say, well, don't let's imagine what yeah. the numbers could be if the testing capacity was a lot yeah, higher exactly. than what yeah, we yeah, have yeah, 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 at yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, 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 um, it's worrying, but it hopefully uh, there's, there's this hope that comes with the new year, mm-hmm. and the number of people just 
to be very hopeful. Uh, the, the first case was reported in uh, February uh, in Nigeria mm-hmm. and February 2020. And yes. between then and yesterday, 948,048 samples had been tested. It's, it's, it's so it just tells you what our testing mm-hmm. capacity is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there was this report, the Punch had this report yesterday mm-hmm. about the states and how many they have tested. You'd be shocked yeah. some numbers because we didn't that you pre- find in some the states. states don't, didn't prepare for it and the states depends more on the federal on the federal government. And it's not supposed to be so because you have your own budget, you have everything, you have, have health facilities and all that. You have, you have to provide. That's what you know uh, Antonio Uja is saying, Innocent Uja. Please, state governors should take responsibility and that's and I think that is very instructive. All right. Um running on very quickly, uh, the uh, president spoke about security and the uh, plans to fight it. The punch has his reporters camels now <laughs> bringing grenades. Anti-craft, anti-aircraft guns, others. Yeah. That's according to the uh, Pan-Northern Social Police School Group, the Arawa Consultative Forum. Uh, they have raised the alarm that camels are now being used to bring into the country rocket-propelled grenades and anti-aircraft guns them. through the northern borders. National Chairman of the ACF, Chief Aoudouagbe, who disclosed this in a statement he personally signed, said the weapons were being ferried into the country from neighboring countries. The statement was titled, Our Borders and Insecurity made available to the uh, by the national mm. public secretary of the forum Mano Yawe. however did not mention any country or any part of the country any country in particular, in particular. adding that the information was provided by acf members from sokoto and zamfara states yeah. nigeria through the sokoto and zamfara states shares borders with the republic of niger Ogwe said the body found its duty bound to allow the federal government to the situation in order for urgent and necessary actions to be taken yeah, we should call a spade a spade, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what he's saying. Uh, it, we, we know the border that they are talking about. It's Niger, Niger, you know, now, uh, whichever. Is it Niger? Yes, but we still have others. Um, you have Cameroon, you have Chad, you know, and it is very dangerous. That's what the man is saying. If I do a risk, if I work on forum, is now crying loud. I think the government should take it seriously. In fact, he went up to the extent of even saying, is either the people the security agencies are not studying uh, they, are, they are keeping their uh, you know arms you know uh, they are keeping their arms at akimbo or something is happening or they see it and they take their e- e- eyes away and he's saying at a point in time when this thing comes uh, when this equipment coming in time they'll be ready to, they may be ready ready to challenge you know the federal government security agencies and i think that will be very dangerous you know same on many occasions even at, on this platform we have said it that we have 1,119 porous borders and so many things coming. The federal government shut the borders to, to, to stop it, but a lot has been is being done through the cameras. Well, cameras are free to come in, but <laughs> we, we must check them. That's what they're saying. It's dangerous. This is right there on the point this morning. Uh, the president signed the budget into law uh, the very last day of the year, 2020s, on many of the dailies, the pen pushing newspapers, says Buhari signs Nigeria's 2021 budget into law. It's on the pen pushing newspapers. It's also on the Premium Times. Uh, Buhari praises 2020 budget performance, tasks revenue agencies with meeting 2021 target. is on the Premium Times. Uh, the uh, president of the Senate, uh, Ahmed Lawan was mm. also at that short yeah, ceremony yeah. Mm-hmm. of the budget signing mm-hmm. and um, he had a number of things to say yeah. after that um, that uh, okay. ceremony mm-hmm. while speaking to journalists. We'll complete legislative actions on PIB, Electoral Act, says Senate President. He also spoke about the borrowings 
mm. uh, saying that, well, the National Assembly will continue to do things in the interest of Nigerians, uh, saying if the, uh, it is important for us to borrow, especially mm. where the revenue there is revenue shortage mm. and what is important according to him what the national assembly has always i've always said is that if we are borrowing it has to be for infrastructure and every borrowing has to be tied to a particular projects nigeria will exit recession early 2021 says lao and is also on the punch uh, this morning a number of the daily is talking about uh, some of the things that happened yesterday at the state house quarters in abuja and uh, uh, what the senate president had to say after of course uh, what, a lot of Nigerians will also be looking at the legislature this 2021. We yeah. know what happened last mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. many talks, mm-hmm. insinuations about mm-hmm. being rubber stamp, mm-hmm. and then at a lot of points, yeah. you know, a number of things were said. Mm-hmm. But this year, 2021, uh, it's going to be a crucial one for this night. Uh, and I'm not sure it's going to be any different you know, from what we have because even the Ahmed Lawan stated emphatically that they are going to support the president, which, in fact, flatly, outlandishly, he's saying we will support the president. You know to succeed and all that, and it, it, it tallies a lot. But is, isn't that the expectation? No, that the, the, that's the you no. Know, it's the expectation, but there are times when you have to show the president when he's going on the other side of it that it's not crossing the red red line. Oh, and we are seeing it. People were b- b- boys were, you know, were kidnapped, you know, in Kankara and all that. Even after that, another even in Casina, another eighty. They said, "Come and address us on." The security situation. The president you know, said no. It's not. He, he wasn't going to call, go. And at a point in time, one would have thought that, since some people in the National Assembly, some senators in the House of Reps, are of the opinion that we should at least shake Mr. President, just like uh, uh, Galinaba, you know, did to uh, uh, Chief Olusegun Gwabasanjo. Galinaba knew that it may not have succeeded the impeachment, but he initiated it to show the president that yes, we can. I mean, we can punish, we can do something. Because even Ahmed Lawan even said it, that we have invited, the, uh, we, have, we have made resolution on two occasions. This is the third one. If the president didn't do anything, we are going to take another action. And up to tomorrow, no action. What we are saying is, at least let them even start the procedure. They it may not succeed, but at least they will show the president that, yes, we have this impeachment thing on our hand. But he didn't do it. So I don't think there's going to be any difference. And another sign is, he has even increased their budget. Mm. Yes, I increased their budget. Well, they increased their budget. They, and, yeah, the and the president didn't say anything yeah, about yes, it. Yes, yeah, that, that, <laughs> so that, that's what. No, he even added it in his own presentation. Yes, at the initial stage, he added more, more money in their in his own presentation. Which means, is this party party thing we are talking about? So I don't see. I'm not <laughs> optimistic that there's going to be any different. They are going to tag along, you know, whether party line or whatever. Well, uh, just uh, FYI, the approved budget. Uh, 13.6 trillion is against the 13.08 trillion presented by the president or proposed by the president. That's over 505 billion billion naira uh, more. Mm. Uh, Over 6 billion naira increase for the National Assembly. Um, 134 uh, billion was budgeted for the National Assembly out of the 496 allocated for statutory transfers. Mm. Um, Well, it's right there. The president proposed 128, but because uh, the lawmakers felt we need more. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the assembly. Uh, yeah. and they added some more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but for, for some Nigerians, they look at these figures and say, uh, at a time where, uh, you know, we, we are going to be borrowing largely yeah. to fund our capital mm-hmm. expenditure, mm-hmm. at a time where you say uh, resources are dwindling because of the COVID, 
you know, a number of Nigerians look at the figures and expect sacrifices to be made <laughs> across some quarters. Although you could also argue, some people would also look at it and say, well, <laughs> why do they have to make those sacrifices? But you'd expect that we wouldn't be having increasing numbers. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, that situation. Uh, compared to the US, eventually Trump signed 2.3 trillion. But the money is going to individuals. The money is going to Americans. Initially, he proposed uh, 600. I think the, the, the Democrats you know, proposed 600. Now, he, I think another, at another point, you know, the Democrat proposed 200, mm. uh, $2,000 each. And they feel it should be 600. But Trump did the first one. He approved the $2,000. But it's going to individuals as a palliative for COVID-19. What palliative is being done for Nigerians? It's only done to the National Assembly members. And that's the opinion that, you know, it won't, there won't be any serious, any serious challenge, you know, from the National Assembly. We'll, we'll stroll around to, we'll stroll to 2023. Maybe another group might come in. But this group, I'm not optimistic that anything is going to be party party business, you know. But it's good. I mean, it's better to Georgia than World War. Because in the final analysis, you know, the, the country suffers. All right. Um, we'll complete legislative actions on PIB, Electoral Access, Senate President is on The Guardian. Uh, a number of the other dailies with some other stories to look out for this morning. Uh, for those of you who missed the presidential uh, broadcasts, uh, the, uh, the gist of it, uh, we'll face all challenges head on, says Buhari. is on is uh, uh, part of the things the president said. Uh, he also said uh, that, um, uh, well, bother reopening Nigeria, fully open for business. Yeah, Barry yeah, tells yeah. Ghana, mm, others. Mm, mm, mm. And then uh, he appealed uh, to all to obey the non-pharmaceutical measures to fight mm, the COVID-19. Yeah. Mm, mm. And uh, quite a number of things. Mm, he mm, promised mm. Uh, that his administration will, in his words, intensify efforts as far as uh, improving the economy fighting corruption and um, ensuring security of lives and property in the country. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll just talk to you very quickly because of our time. Uh, you know, we started things late uh, this morning. Yeah, yeah. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter. The numbers 0815-432-1079, Let's make it quick, everyone, please. Thank you. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning, Mr. Yes, Wallace. Good morning. Good morning. Same to you. Uh, shall I go down to Yeah, I just want to have my speak quickly. Just go ahead. Before you know that, uh, in government speech, I mean, the Mr. President's speech uh, this morning, I think there are three promises in what mm. he says, but we don't need promises anymore. <laughs> he has taken some measures to take some actions on a particular things like insecurity and all that. But still, we still need fast approach on everything. Like if they needed, like Arewa said now, they have some certain things happening, you know, like within the corridor. And it's not no. So you understand now? So they should take proper action at this time around. You uh, understand now? Uh, if there is international, uh, uh, they want to, uh, you know, include the international stuff, they should include it. If they want to, recruit, uh, they should recruit. All right, all right. Thank you. I know you could go on and on. Good morning. Wow. Um, hello. Good morning. Yes. Good morning to you. Well, uh, you'd have to try again. Good morning. Good morning, Wally. Yes. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning. My name is Paul Umi. I'm calling from Adokuta. Ah, Quickly. Long time. Happy New Year to all of you. <laughs> same to you. Same to you. Mm, it will be a wonderful mm, year for us. Uh, I've listened to Mr. President and. Uh, I feel a little bit short. 
because uh, he, he has promised to reject this security apparatus. Uh, he has also promised that uh, the 2021 budget will be fully implemented. I am happy for one thing that uh, most governors have signed in their their budget. Mm. The president has signed his budget also. That means that everybody uh, at attention for the economy. So I just hope for the best. I hope it does a good rejig of the security apparatus, as they have said. Mm. And I pray that Nigeria overcomes COVID-19 completely, praying and then asking our people to obey the protocols. God bless you all. God right. bless Thank our you. new year. In Thank Jesus you. Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Amen. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. Good morning, my dear brother. I you know. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, good morning. Uh, yes, uh, on the issue of the budget, I want to appreciate right from the Mr. President to some of these uh, state governors who have signed uh, the budget of 2021 into law. I want to appreciate them. And they should not just sign the, the budget. They should make sure that uh, they, they really follow what they, they put mm. in the budget and think out of the boss. Mm. Now, the, the problem we're having to some of our governors is that some of them are not thinking out of the, bo- yeah. of the box. Yeah. The political will is not there for some, some of them. Yeah. That is why you can see what they are doing about COVID-19 running to Mr. President mm. and some other issues mm. of their states. So they should think out of the out of the board rather than appointing so mm. many aides. The, 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 the hands are just too much. Maybe that is also dragging them back to work as it is expected. All so right. they should in this twenty twenty one think out of the board. Be more be more be more proactive. Be more at an attention for whatever you want to do. That will, that will bring about All right, Mr. to our people. Mm. Thank you. Good morning. Yes, yes. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Okay, we lost that. Hello, good morning. What is going on? Hello, good morning. Well, uh, the connection, not the smoothest. Uh, I see a number of you trying to talk to us very quickly. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good. Please turn on the yeah, volume. Good morning. Uh, okay. And you know, I need enough here. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year to you. Same to you. From are calling from Yaba. Quickly. Uh, happy New Year to you. Uh, we appreciate what you are doing. Uh, we thank God for fresh. It will continue to progress and serve the nation. God you. will continue to bless you too in Jesus' name. Uh, I want to talk about the budget issue. Go ahead. Uh, now one that we are talking about was the one that said Mr. President should not serve a sign electoral law to electoral bill to law. And that is why they conducted that election, last election, that uh, it went the way it went. And so we can expect this thing we are talking about. The budget we are talking about, the National Assembly has gotten their budget. They should remember the masses. They got it by the road, it's a mess, and people are suffering there. They should pay attention to where they should pay attention. Then this National Identity Party issue, they should go back to the street, make money available. Even if they want to rig election, they will make money available at all cost. They should remember the masses. We are the people they are serving that are sworn to serve us. You can now the raging on what they do. Hello? Well, you had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll take a very quick pause and return in a moment. Please don't go anywhere. 
when the desirable becomes unavailable, then the available becomes the desirable. Now, the desirable is here. Brought to you by Aquifa Water Technical Services. The days of installing problematic boreholes are over. Aquifa is here to make your desired dreams of installing boreholes in the most seamless, technology-facilitated way a reality. They pride themselves on high integrity and professionalism with accurate and impeccable underground water survey. Their boreholes and installations are with up-to-date technology. You can also count on them to help you maintain your borehole to make it long-lasting. All their equipments are from overseas. Do you have a borehole that is giving you issues or you want to install a new borehole? Contact Aquifa Water Technical Services today at OM68, second floor, Omida Shopping Mall, opposite Omida Market. Telephone 0803-521-9273 or 0815-568-7878. Aquifa Water Technical Services. We excel in borehole technology. Thank you for staying with us. Let's wrap things up this morning on the program. Twitter. Ola Kominlari says, Happy New Year to all and sundry. I will encourage the pessimists and those who always express premonitions about the country to renew their faith in God. Mm. On the part of government, they should administer the country with the fear of God. 2021 will be a great year, he says. He prays. Mm. Happy prosperous New Year. Freshly pressed family. That's it. No, I mean, thank you. Reverend Zachariah says, good morning, Nigerians. Happy New Year. This 2021 is going to be a prosperous year in Jesus' name. Mm. Rila Ruth says, why is Ira raising alarm that Camus is bringing bombs to Nigeria? And when Farakuka complained about security challenges, the same Arawa cried blue murder. PMB has no idea on how to tackle security challenges, it says. S.A. Lawal says all these scary words. Figures is too early this new year. I beg. Apart from rolling out scary figures every day, what else are leaders doing for God's sake? We private school teachers must survive. I'm still waiting for a number of COVID from Kogio. Well, I think this individual, Mr. Abidemi, I understand he's a private school teacher. I understand yeah. the sentiment mm. on his part mm. because the COVID must have stopped him from work and exactly. was affected all over. Yeah, right. But mm. trust me, mm. um, the numbers, they're not, we're not reeling them out just for you to be scared. Sometimes yeah. I look at the numbers and I'm scared myself. Mm. But these are information mm. that we need to give uh, for all of us to look at it and say, man, uh, well, this is something that is growing. Yeah, we have to protect ourselves. Careful, yeah. We have to run. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, good to see you this year. Uh, I hope it's a prosperous year. Yeah, it is. As it a number of people have hoped. Yeah, it's going to be. Hopefully. All right. That's the program this morning. Wally Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your 2021. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be great this year. Good morning. <laughs>